You're listening to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. They steal from you and leave you in an alley. And then you wake up a few days later and you're covered in bees. But it's all good. We will begin a mass invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. Don't think you can be so easily. It is now time for us to put Earth under our roof. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess, and we will give you witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Five by Saturday night. Welcome to yet another Area 51 recording of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. The only podcast to guarantee that if you listen, you can hear stuff. This week in episode 466, it's listening time, kids. So sit back in your comfy chair. Let's do some listening. We're still in pandemic show mode, and it ain't getting better. It's getting worse because people are stupid. People are dumb. The Christmas season is over. The holiday season is over. And that dip that was supposed to go down because we were social distancing, well, that didn't happen. So get ready for more stuff, more bad stuff, because you weren't thinking once again. And at some point, Captain Cam can come out of his cryogenic freezer. For now, he's going to have to take more of my taunts, and he's going to figure out at some point that the Soylent Green that I've been feeding him is human. And everybody knew that already, so whatever. Yeah, yeah, tell me something I don't know. Exactly. Well, I've been keeping Captain Cam in suspense this week, and I've been calling him up uh, literally all day because nobody else will take my calls because I I just can't, and I'm just going to ask you one more time. I need 11,000 877 more votes and I don't know how you're going to get them and I don't care how you're going to get them but I need 11,877 more votes to be the best podcaster of all time that's it and so I and I don't care how you get them it's not too much to ask I called Kelly Clarkson I think I, I think I called the wrong Kelly and I don't know she didn't take my calls you're my last hope. I'm your last hope. I am your last hope. Uh, I know I how pathetic that is. Hope. I know. Just, I know just, how pathetic just that roll is. That, roll that around your mouth a little bit. You know, taste the patheticness of that statement. And yes, uh, yep. Well, you got my vote. Okay. That's all you're getting out of me. As seeing as I have been, uh, as seeing as you've got me stuck in a uh, cryogenic freezer, I don't get out much or converse with human beings other than you. So, uh, yeah, not much help here. You've even taken away my Twitter feed. So, oh, shit. So, anyhow, be that as it may. With the pandemic flowering like a like a festival around us, 
we were sitting here trying to figure out who we'd like to talk to tonight. And I said, you know, let's let's commiserate with an old friend. <laughs> and I'd like to welcome to the 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 guy who brought us the Mighty Mascots, the guy who brought us Reckless Sidekick Productions, the guy who brings us Plastic City Comic Con. Uh, Keith Gleason, welcome back to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. This marks your fifth time on the show. You are now officially a five-timer club member. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, great to be here, guys. Great to hear some uh, friendly voices in uh, you know, it, this horrible year we're in, <laughs> or a year that just passed, I should just, say. Just, just passed. <laughs> passed like a kidney stone. Uh, <laughs> Freaking kidney stone. Oh, you ain't Son kidding. Bitch. <laughs> I don't think I've had a this paint. Now I know I'm a lot older than you, but I don't think I've had a as painful a year since the '60s. Jesus <laughs> H. God damn. And the I, uh, if yeah. it hadn't been for recreational drugs, I would have actually remembered the '60s. And I hear tell they were pretty goddamn bad. Just oh one clarification God. here, Dome. 1960s, yeah. 1860s, or 1760s, because I know you remember all of them. Oh, <laughs> screw you! Oh my God! You guys, uh, you guys are on edge because of the the pandemic. Oh. You guys are at each other's throats. Oh. I have to come in and uh, calm everyone down. Yeah, you might have you might have to separate us. You know, you know that, that, that freezer is just. There's no amenities in there, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just stuck there right in the freezer. I'm going right the Bombay Gin at this point. Screw <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, 2020 is uh, one for the books. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you, watching the dates roll by and every, every time go, well, here's another convention that kind of we're not going to. Yep. We can't be. We can't watch. We can't find a way to step around, or watch somebody try and do it, and then have their legs legs cut out from under them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched somebody try and put one on in uh, in Concord, New Hampshire, and I drove past it and went, "There's not a chance in hell that anybody's coming out of there alive." Are you talking about um, the Little Giant show? Yeah. Uh, I was there, so I can give you a firsthand report. <laughs> it's, wow. uh, it's the only show that um, I did this year that didn't cancel. Um, I can't I, believe it actually happened. I, well, let me tell you what happened. And uh, it's, it's an interesting uh, observation on that show. Um, I, you know, I was worried about going myself because I have asthma. So I know like that, that having that with COVID isn't, doesn't mix well. Um, no, so I was a little, yeah, <laughs> I was a little worried about it. Um, when I got there though, my worry was a little better. Um, when I saw the setup, they, they were, they really had, um, you know, sanitizing stations everywhere. They, um, 
they took out booths so that, um, you know, there was less people there. And I imagine that uh, less vendors there. And I imagine that's because a lot of people canceled, but they, um, they put, you know, tables in between the booths. So there was like a booth and then you would have a six foot table between you and the next vendor. So it was, um, you know, everything was distanced out good. Everyone was wearing masks, even every attendee that came in. I mean, it actually wasn't, when I got there, I didn't feel safe. I mean, I, I felt safe, I should say. I didn't feel like I was in danger. But, um, so what ended up happening is you push that show like crazy. You couldn't go a day without seeing it somewhere on social media. I and, know. And, you know, when I got there, the lines was huge. There was a lot of people. They were, like, really hungry for the show. But, like, they were all just the hardcore collectors. So what ended up happening is the first hour, the first two hours were amazing. There were people everywhere buying. You know, I think I made, like, 100 bucks the first hour. Um, and everyone, you know, was shopping. The second noon came around. The place was a ghost town. There was nobody there. It like it, it was just the hardcore collectors. Once they got tired of the show, they left and no one else came in. And um and it got so it was so dead that at one at at one point around two o'clock, they came around and told us we could pack up at three and leave. It was that bad. And it was just like, you know, like the world's not ready for a show. You know, like the just the regular casual con goers, like families and stuff, they they're not ready for it. You know, whether you they have, shouldn't be ready for yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. You, like you, you can't you can't do a show like that in that kind of atmosphere. But that guy is pretty stubborn. He wants to you know make it happen. So it's like you know, whatever. You know, I I felt I felt like I could I committed to it. So. I didn't, uh, I didn't want to uh, not show up, you know, but <laughs> I was really torn that day going up my, you know, I was like 50, 50 on whether I was going to go or not. And I finally agreed to go, but yeah, this, the world's not ready for it. And that show and, to me. And I'm not sure that by, by, by this coming May, June, July, August, September, we're still not going to be ready for it. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't think unless you have a show that's uh, in another state or um, by the end of the year, I mean, I'm talking like October, November, December, unless you have a show in those months, I don't think uh, anyone's going to be doing any conventions. I mean, unless... Unless this this vaccine, there's like a trillion doses ready to go by the end of January. I don't think anything's going to change. You know. Well, they said 20 million by the end of last year, and we're less than two million out. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah, right. Like, and and it's like, and those are going to you know what the the frontline workers and people and and, and uh, old age elderly, homes where right? they yeah. where yeah. they where they belong. Yes, but they're they're also going incredibly slowly, yep. much slower than 
Project Warp Speed would would help you believe by their the name of their 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 uh, by how their mission statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that is not warp speed unless you've carved it on the side of a turtle. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I agree. I, uh, yeah, I, I think I, me and Amy are going to make the decision in April on whether we're going to cancel Plastic City. Um, and I think, uh, I think, you know, I'm leaning towards we're, we're probably going to cancel. I mean, it's just, I can't, I can't see anybody in this, I can't see the governor opening up the state to that many, uh, attendees, you know, and I don't want to be, I don't want like I don't want to spend my whole convention making sure everyone has masks on and you know making sure we you know counting everybody that comes in you know I, who wants to deal with that nonsense you know and on my side of the fence one of our sponsors is a health organization oh really one of the biggest sponsors of um of oh, that's uh, right. yeah. Valley is yeah. uh, Children's Hospital at Dartmouth. And they get to make the call for me. If they say we don't feel comfortable sponsoring an event at this time because it's still not safe, then they get to make that call. And I get to say nothing but you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's 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 a flip side to that as well and that is that neither you nor i nor anybody that you or i know who's running a convention wants to be responsible in any way shape or form for the death of one of our attendees yeah yeah definitely um that's really what it comes down to yeah yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it's uh, it's one of those sad things, but you know, unfortunately, it is the way you know the way of the world. I I guess the one thing for me, um, you know, I don't rely on the income for that show, so it's easy for me to kind of you know cancel it and be like, all right, that's it, you know, wipe our hands of it. If I was depending on that income. Right. Might be in a different situation, you know, right. but um, it's easy for me to just kind of like throw my hands up and, and walk away from it if it's not the right time. Okay. But you and I both know that that's, it's not easy. No, that it's we, not. I, I, I look forward it's, to it's easy seeing everybody. And, but emotionally, yeah. you and I both know how much we want these to go off how much fun how much work they are but how much fun they are how much we look forward to them how much we want them to be successful because yeah. they're they're like uh, it's so hard to explain well it's like a, it's like you know like um it's like christmas for us right because we yeah you know, sure. we, uh, we, get, we get to see all our friends and we get to find and discover new, new things. And, you know, it's just, it's just like a geek paradise, you know? <laughs> it's like, I'll, t I'll tell you what it's like. It's like, I look on the website 
and I go, who are these people that want to come to see the, to, to, to be a part of this show? I've never heard of these people before. This, yeah. These guys sound cool. Yeah. Or, God, I haven't heard from these people in like two or three years. It's great to have them back. Yeah. You know, uh, or... Keith, I haven't seen you in two years, man. Great. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's it's like, um, well, we we call it a con family, right? And it's like, just for that do. reason, you know, um, because do. like everybody you see, usually only at cons, you know, a lot of the a lot of the people um, because we're so far away, so far away, physically. Um, yep. And yeah, exactly. And we all got our own stuff going on and, you know, and that's the time it, a few times a year, we all get to see each other at these different shows, you know? So that definitely is part of it, you know? And the so, other thing is the cool shit that's there. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I always come home with a pile of stuff oh, and, you know, right. and I look forward to going through it all, you know? I discovering so, new new voices and new creators and you know i am so pissed that in two years it feels like two years now i have not added a piece of artwork in area 51 yeah right it's it's yeah exactly it's it's that's that's the thing we're missing i think you know everybody we can you know and i the whole like um conventions over zoom uh, you know that's not, not right the same thing. no it's not the same it's like just you know it's like like sitting in on a work meeting or something you know <laughs> i don't have those anymore I yeah. don't give a shit, but, but you yeah. know what i'm saying like doesn't it like it feels like uh eh, who cares you know like you get that kind of thing you know because yep. it's not in person you know yep 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 i miss i miss sitting at my table and talking to people about the podcast, I miss walking the floor, seeing new artists for the first time, talking to new authors for the first time, talking to people that I've been seeing for years, seeing what they're doing that's new, or being reminded of someone that I haven't seen in a couple of years and going, shit, where the hell have you been? Yep, yep. It's true. It's very true. And by the same token, what the hell of they? Where, where are they? How are they doing? And that's what's really been bothering me through all this. You know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I, I um, you know, um, there's a few close friends in the convention circuit that you know I try to check in on or even send an update on Facebook and stuff like that. But like, yeah, it's, it's that human contact. I think we're all missing, you know? So, you know, one of the things that, that I try to do is like with writers, it's real easy for me because we can talk about books and stuff. Yeah. That that's easy because you don't have to see a book. We can talk about a book. With an artist, it's a little more difficult. You know, I can say, well, you can see them at this convention, or I can put up one or two of their pieces of work on the web page, or I can link to their web page, but it's not quite the same. 
You, however, started something new. Uh, and, and let's talk about this this uh, this new YouTube uh, thing you've got going on. Yeah, it's um, so um, last year when I was pushing the Mighty Mascots pretty hard, I, I, I noticed that there seemed to be a lot of comic fans on YouTube and my um, my publisher Alterna's on there and bunch of high profile creators are on there and um he encouraged that all the creators at alterna start their own youtube channels and you know just to promote our books and also to there's you know do something <laughs> to in the meantime while you're creating and um so i took that to heart but i i wasn't sure what i wanted to do with our with my channel um so I decided to do like um, almost like an interview show, kind of like what you guys do um, with a focus on indie comic creators. Um, my channel is called Indie Comics Relay. So if you ever um, looking on YouTube, I think you can search it just like that. And I think it's got its own unique URL. So if you do, do like youtube.com backslash Indie Comics Relay, it should come right up. Um, we've been doing it. I started it with Johnny back probably about a month into the pandemic. I think it was like about March we started. Not the infamous Johnny C. Yeah, the infamous Johnny C. <laughs> and, oh, my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we both get together. We both does committed. He, does he drink coffee during it? He does. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, he has a coffee. Um, and uh, he he's, uh, he's sort of my uh, – my, my my sidekick i guess or uh my uh uh my uh, i don't know who am i thinking of co-host yeah i was thinking yeah. of like i'm johnny carson he's um ed mcmahon ed mcmahon yeah <laughs> and um boy so, we're old yeah Nobody we else. are <laughs> no one knows who, who the hell we're talking about but um we we committed to doing um at least uh, a, a live stream with the interview with a creator every every other Wednesday. And we've been able to keep that going. So every other Wednesday, we do a live stream on this channel. Nice. It's usually at like 9 p.m. to like 10. And we talk to a creator. We just get into their origins and what they're doing. And if they got something to promote, we push that, you know. And, um, and then – I try to put something up every Wednesday. So if we do the, if we do the live stream interview, that'll be one video for that week. But then the following Wednesday, I'll probably do like a review of an indie comic, you know, and I'll put that up. So we're, we're constantly putting stuff up at least once a week. And um, yeah, we just, you know, if anyone likes what we're doing, we ask, you know, to subscribe and all that fun stuff, you know, Trying to get those followers, you know, because um, if you get up to, I think a, on YouTube, if you get up to a thousand followers, you can start monetizing and get, you know, a little bit of ad revenue coming back and things like that, you know, help grow the channel, you know, that kind of stuff. Johnny um, can be selling that coffee, man. He can be yeah, doing right. He's gonna ed sell ed it on ad, the ad, adverts <laughs> on the side there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been fun. Like I, you know. I think the hardest part was for us to get up and get going with it, you know, and now that we're in it, now that we're doing it, um, 
it's been easy to maintain, you know, because, you know, I just needed to add something to my plate because I didn't have enough going on. You know? You're not doing enough work. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I'm sorry. You know, you, you got to spare five minutes. Get off your ass, you lazy bum. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and that, it's been going strong. So, I, uh, I really, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying the process, you know. Excellent. Excellent. So once every two weeks, and do you have it broken down into segments, or do you just kind of let it free flow for an hour, and uh, then you're done? Well, because we do it on YouTube, we've been using. I don't know if you have. Are you guys familiar with the Streamyard uh, software? Uh, I I think we got trapped on the Streamyard software once. Did we not? Yes, we did. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. yeah, we've been we've been using that, and it, and um, so what it does is if you stream through YouTube, um, you you uh, it's like a live feed, so people can comment and it, the viewers watching can so we send you out. updates. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we've been do, engaging more with like the so I'll we'll do a, a standard interview, but then I'll take a minute and, and have people ask questions and then, you know, kind of steer the, we kind of go with the flow where the interview goes, but um, we try to keep it focused. You know, we talk to the creator and things like that and we don't have segments per se, but we try to keep it to about an hour so that we're just not killing people with uh, <laughs> that have decided to tune in, you know, cool. and then we put the video up on the channel after it's done. So, if you can't watch it live, you can at least check it out later if you want, you know. Cool. And it's just been fun. Yeah. Really really been enjoying it. See that that's that's kind of how the, the whole the whole thing works. Right? It's gotta be fun. Gotta be, or it's or you won't do it, you know right. what I mean? All yeah. of a sudden it's just not I mean, there have been one or two times during the course of my 466 of these when it wasn't fun. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you guys have such a library too now, you know, of content. Yeah, it's like, scary. It's yeah. <laughs> scary, the library we have. It's, it's great, like, though. It's great. Kriana calls me up and she goes, hey, you know that guy we had on like seven, eight, nine years ago? Yeah, his obit just hit the front page, and I went, ah, oh, shit. Oh, jeez. Like ben Bova just died like two weeks ago. He I'm was not familiar with him. What what did he what was he what did he, he do? He's he's uh, like a writer of uh, like hardcore science fiction, oh, and okay. he was a friend of uh, Isaac Asimov's. And oh, jeez, uh, okay. Yeah, and that's how far back he goes, and he he he. We once left a wedding to do an interview with him. Oh, <laughs> I don't blame you. That sounds like a big get, you know. And this was like the fourth time we we had done an interview with him. And he started telling us about how Asimov used to love to do get drunk and, and do dirty limericks. And he did like 45 minutes of dirty Asimov limericks. It was great. It was some <laughs> of the best radio ever. That's awesome. <laughs> we, 
all drunk and just had a great time for like an hour and a half. And, and I mean, you know, the best part about podcasts like this is a no FCC and B no time limit. So we could go half an hour. We could go an hour. We could go an hour and a half. And we all sat around one laptop in the middle of our dining room and just swapped dirty lyric stories with Ben Bova for an hour and a half. Oh man, that's fantastic. Love you when know, stuff like that happens. Oh, it was great. It was great. And you know, it's it's like having, you know, like five time five timers club members like you who, you know, we've gotten to know over the years and gotten to be friends with and you know, it's just just comfortable and we've gotten to watch you grow from having, you know, this 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 one little indie comic comic uh, reckless sidekicks and this this kind of weird little weird little show that you turned into kind of like a, a a side gig yeah and that the next thing i know we're talking plastic city comic-con right yeah <laughs> think, think about you know there there are guys like you and and us and guys like george o'connor uh who we've known each other for god almost 10 years yeah right the original boston comic-con when it was held in the in the bottom of of some dank weird boston hotel and we were all just kind of figuring things out where we wanted to be what we wanted to do and here we are in 2021 and uh Man, we're still together. I know, right? It's a crazy <laughs> think about the time and like, you know, like how much we've all grown since then, you know, uh, with our like with your podcast and then like, you know, with my comics and then like now we're both doing conventions and you know what I mean? It's like it's nuts when you sit down and think about all that stuff, you know, <laughs> it's good. It's great. You know, it's like it's. At least we're not progressing backwards, you know. <laughs> and in some cases, at least we're all still alive. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so best case, best case scenario. Best case scenario. If we can't, if we can't have a convention this year, mm-hmm. what are we looking at? What are you thinking? What does what does 2021 look like for you? What are you thinking? Well, I'm already preparing that there's probably not going to be a Plastic City in 2021. I mean, I haven't ruled it out yet. I'm like, we haven't pulled anything from the site or anything yet. Um, we'll probably make that decision in April. Um, yeah, your, your site is basically, you know, just kind of bare bones. Pretty much. I, I when we when we made the decision to cancel uh, the 2020 show, we uh, you know pulled everything down and went bare right. bones with it. You know, um, so I'll make that decision in April. But you know that'll just open me up to making sure I I get more comics done or you know keep that moving. You know, 
because if you're sitting home, you know, you can only watch so much Netflix and you, know, you oh, gotta that's actually. That's yeah. <laughs> With I'm me, it is. I can't. So I can't. Fucking pay sites. It's ridiculous. Oh my. <laughs> oh my god. I've watched I, uh, every goddamn Danish Hulu series there is. <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> I hear you because you run out of stuff to watch and it's just like uh, but with me I, I uh, you know like I'll, I'll use the time to channel it creatively if I can't do the show you know I'll make more comics I'll, I'll produce more content for YouTube you know and even if uh, even if there is a show I'll do all that anyway so yeah, <laughs> not a not a free minute, you know. <laughs> How about yourself? How about you? are you guys preparing for the worst? I'm I'm assuming we, you are. We are preparing for the worst. We we're sitting down with our sponsors, and we have a number of sponsors, which which has scared the hell out of me that that there are sponsors willing to work with us in the middle of this pandemic, and Children's Hospital is not the only one. Hmm. Well, actually, three, and I was okay. shocked and surprised, and and pleased beyond belief. Um, but um, they're willing to work with us, no matter how how things go. You know, do I think May the first is going to happen? Uh, it's Not a coin flip, and I'm never. Yeah really good at coin flips but no it's not looking good so we're we're looking at alternates now we're looking at a november alternate um oh really so you guys might uh you might stay in this year i think if i cancel i'm just gonna roll it over to uh, 2022 i'll I'll tell you why i want i want i want to do the proof of concept okay yeah let me know yeah let's hear it and the proof of concept is that up north, mm-hmm. which is between Vermont, where Lord knows they've tried and it's kind of worked a number of times. Okay. And and uh, Manchester, where obviously it's worked repeatedly, there's been nothing. And the people that we've spoken to up there seem very very responsive and everybody that we've worked with has been very upfront about wanting this to happen oh okay so in terms of a proof of concept of a one-day convention that's an inexpensive venue uh uh in every sense of the word uh a lot like yours uh where there's not a parking issue, where there's not an admissions uh, expense, horrible expense issue uh, for both uh, attendees as well as uh, artisans. Uh, We want to see if we can make that happen. I I would love it. And November is is the time of year when you get the people up in that area in uh, leaf season, October, November. 
And if the pandemic is in, in kind of a clear out mode at that point, who knows? And we have a surprise. Are you, it was the show, um, uh, before you get into the surprise, cause I definitely want to hear it. Um, is, are you got, what state, what do you, are you, is the it venue would be in New Hampshire, New Hampshire? Yeah. And it's probably going to be a lot looser, um, I don't want to say looser restrictions, but I think um, if they allowed Little Giant to happen in the middle of the the, the of of concert, yeah. yeah, and and there wasn't any fallout from it. Um, at least I didn't hear any. I didn't hear anybody walking away with COVID or anything, which was good. Um, uh, you probably have a good shot at of throwing it. Massachusetts is a little more unique because the governor, the governor is a little more, um, I'm going to say a little more strict, which is fine, which I prefer that. I agree. Um, but that also will hurt the intent, the, yeah, will hurt the, you know, a convention from happening as well, you know. Yeah, absolutely. As well as it should in places like Boston. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I agree, big time. And um, especially the way they ran that last convention. Oh God, I haven't been back since they sold it to Expo because I knew it was going to turn into that. I mean, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, well, I just, yeah. I just knew that that was going to be a disaster. And uh, you know, every report I've heard is that were that I was right. You know, um, yeah, I but, think we all agreed we're done with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's just not for. It's not our show. It's not a show for us anymore. For it's, it's not a show for for people who who care about the medium uh, of comics and right. the you know, creators and things like that. There are people, people anybody, any, yeah, exactly. Anybody trying to create who are willing something. To spend a thousand dollars for a weekend, uh, and those aren't the kind of people who are willing to sit and listen, and yeah, willing to to. Uh, speak with young artists and look at their work. Right. They're, they're just there for whatever Marvel movie celebrity. They, they can spend $150 for an uh, Exactly. And that's fine. You know, that, that's, that's why we have our shows like ours, you know, right. to pick up the slack for, for um, what they're missing, you know. These mini cons are going to be the way things may have to be for a while because large ones aren't going to be available. Yep. And I think, you know, and it's a room for all of it, you know, it's like, well, there may be room for all of it, but I mean, from a, from a sociological and medical standpoint, they may not be available. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the thing, you know, cause like, who knows, like, uh, New Hampshire could say no, you know, especially if things start surging right now, like they said they would after the holiday, which, you know, so, but and I mean, I, the surge is in New Hampshire as well, but at a much smaller level than it is in Massachusetts. Yep. And I saw, um, you know, like Northeast Comic Con still trying to put a show on in March and then I, you know, I, I honestly don't think <laughs> unless he's willing to, to get to only allow 10 people in at a time. Um, I don't think that show is happening, you know. Uh, I 
can't see how that's possible, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. And there's like, I've, there's lists out there of, I saw her on Twitter. I, I don't know which, um, is it Newsarama? It's one of those comic sites where they're keeping a list of conventions that are supposedly still happening. Um, but, you know, I don't even pay that much attention. 90% of them have canceled after them. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> yeah, I can't yeah. imagine that they are going to have, you know, anything show up, you know, <laughs> or, or be able to throw them, you know. Yeah, one of one of our guys uh, uh, came across five or six websites that have listings of conventions around the United States, and we put ours up on it, and then we literally within a month took them down off all of them. <laughs> <laughs> because, no, sorry, not happening. Yeah, so, not happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, and I don't – I personally don't see that changing, but, but – like I said, unless they they um, roll out that that vaccine gangbuster style, I I don't see it happening. No. Well, we need to stay in touch, and we need to keep our hopes up, but we need to temper that hope with with a reality that this is important for the people who are there as our guests, and they are our guests and our job is to keep them to have a good time to be safe yeah Uh, and not just for our guests to be safe but for our our vendors and and our artisans to be safe as well and and to do that as best we can and it's not god damn it i I have to have a haircut there's none of that bullshit involved uh it's God damn it, we need to do this right, and we're going to do it right. And when we do do it, uh, we're going to do it to the best of our abilities uh, because we respect uh, each other, and uh, these are our friends and our family, and these these are the people we truly do love. So, you know. Yeah, you don't want to put any – exactly, and you don't want to put anybody in danger, you know. Ever. Ever. In, so, um, are either of you guys uh, worried about the actual vaccine itself? Like, I, um, me and my wife have talked about it, like about how just um, the the way they rush to put it together. It's like I'm I'm worried about long term effects down the road. You know, my, especially with no regulations in place and all that I fun have, stuff. I have a a relative who for years worked in Boston as a researcher, as a okay. cancer researcher at, at Mass General. Okay. Uh, and I, I have a one word answer for that. And the answer is no, hmm. I am not worried. I, I okay. have set, I have several different risk factors involved. Uh, one of them is age. The other one is asthma. The, the, the other one is, there, there are several more beyond that as well. Uh, uh, I'm waiting with, desperately to get mine. <laughs> gotcha. It's as simple as that. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I um, I, I yeah, I'm fifty-fifty on it. I'm waiting to see, and if you know, by the time it gets to us, anyways, 
the it's probably going to be April, <laughs> you know, if it if it's available at all. Um, so at that point, we probably will get some reports from the early takers, if anything, you know. If the early takers start growing a third eye, third eye. Or, <laughs> right, right, or, or a, a sixth finger on their hand, uh, have, having lost a finger on my right hand, that might be a good thing for me. <laughs> we will see. But no, I'm not worried in the slightest. Uh, what I'm more worried about is stupid people walking around without masks having parties. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Going to parties to begin with. <laughs> or right. walking into uh, Walmart uh, because it's their right to carry a gun and cough in my face. No. <laughs> Thank you. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's so simple and it doesn't, doesn't, even if you don't believe in it, just, Put it on for others, you know? I, I don't get that either. I it's, don't know. People are just selfish. That's just the way the world is now, you know? Yeah. Well. Sad. Well, that's a great way to end the show, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk about something happy. <laughs> I had a lollipop today. Oh, <laughs> I uh, finally started Cobra Kai. I've been enjoying that. Yes. <laughs> by, the, by the way, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's this Danish show on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> because all the English ones are I'm bored with already. Uh, <laughs> look, we're, we're on the precipice of a new year. Let's look forward with positivity. Exactly. Things should be able to get better. Things can get better. Don't be stupid, folks. Yep. Work with us. Work with each other. Be better. Be helpful. Help each other. Try to be think of to other me. people before yourself. And and remember, um, if everybody around you is, is is upset and you're not, you may have greatly misjudged the situation, so look twice. <laughs> yep. And just think, if you put your mask on, you could, uh, we can get out of this quicker, and you guys can come and see all of us at a convention. There you go. You know, we'll see as you it's as simple as that. Artists, find ways to get your work seen we'll find a way to get you to Keith so that you can get on his video yep. writers come see us we'll read your books we'll talk about your books uh, don't stop doing what you're doing artists artisans your your work is important we need to find ways to get your work out to us because art is one of the few things that keeps us sane keeps us safe keeps our brains working mm -hmm. yep. Keith thank you for joining us tonight it's been a pleasure as usual you're welcome here every time anybody who's been with us five times knows that he's a member of our family awesome same uh, that, you guys make me feel good that's the <laughs> best I felt on an interview uh, this year <laughs> awesome I feel the same you guys know that um, so maybe we can get you scheduled to be on our 
YouTube show down the road. Hey, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'd be great to have you guys on. Um, and then we could, or maybe, you, you know, um, maybe when the convention gets closer, that'd be fun Absolutely. to like have you guys on and talk about you, conventions and stuff. You, for you, let us know when you want us on and we'll make it happen. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks once again. Proud to be a five-time uh, five-timer here. You're a member um, of the five-time official member of the five-timers club. Nice. <laughs> Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Granite Con, Plastic City Comic Con, and the Upper Valley Comic Expo. We are also sponsored by Dreamforge Magazine, a superb magazine of fantasy and science fiction, and Comic Art House. Visit Comic Art House for some of the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. And if you're looking for a really great gift book for that rapidly approaching semi-annual Fairbanks Melt Day celebration, consider a look at Sci-Fi Saturday Night's first anthology, My Peculiar Family, now on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. My Peculiar Family, the audiobook, is available on Audible, because I'm not sure where else you could find it. Our intro production was provided by Rob Watts. For more of his amazing stuff, just look at robwattsonline.com. And don't forget to try the Watts sauce. We have, we love it. Our outro was provided by Lawrence Made Me Cry. You can find Lawrence Made Me Cry's music on Bandcamp. And a whole lot of love to Jojo and Celine. Many thanks to the gang from his booking books. Thank you, Captain Cam. This is Dome saying... Terry and Jeannie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy increased. Thus, we all refute entropy. Better things are coming, Stacy. Stay strong, Liz. So, unless it's daytime, good night, everybody. Sci-Fi Saturday night. Sci-Fi Saturday night.